This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Tonight. J-Lo and Shakira slayed the Super Bowl. We wanted to make it count, and we did. Our big behind-the-scenes exclusives. Natasha, my daughter, she will give you all the inside scoop. A-Rod's girls take the E.T. mic. Jennifer's over the moon. She's right over there. As J-Lo's daughter steps into the spotlight. From the field to the VIP suites, we're hanging with all the stars at the big game. Hey, it's E.T. I blacked out. Plus, new Kobe Bryant tribute. We will never, ever let him be forgotten. And Brad Pitt before he was famous. No, sir, I'd never do that. Forgotten footage revealed. I'm just going to leave it at that. E.T. in Miami starts now. The last 12 months have belonged to Jennifer Lopez. Let's be fair now. With everything leading up to this moment, the Super Bowl halftime show and J-Lo delivered. Welcome, everyone, to Miami. J-Lo and Shakira were spectacular last night, and we were everywhere to bring you what no one else has, crazy insight into J-Lo's entire Super Bowl Sunday. Let's get it! We wanted to make it count, and we did. Don't stop, keep it moving, put your drinks up. The message tonight was, use your voice, get loud. Everyone's raving about your performance. Thank you so much. They're calling it the best of all time. You're the best. One of the best Super Bowls of all time. Yes! 
J-Lo slid across the stage, put her hustler's stripper pole skills to good use, and proved that age is just a number. At the after party, the 50-year-old celebrated with a $6,000 cake, complete with sparklers and five layers, each layer representing one of her five Versace halftime outfits. JLo first appeared wearing a biker look with a pink satin skirt. She quickly tossed the skirt aside and was lowered down in an all-leather outfit. JLo then stripped down to an even sexier Versace costume, this skin-tight sheer bodysuit. Jennifer added some color for costume number four, recreating the U.S. and Puerto Rican flags. The piece was created with 40,000 red, white, and blue feathers, all individually sewn in. And the final fashionista moment, a silver bedazzled bodysuit. So how did J-Lo prepare for her big eight-minute performance? First, her hair. Go big or go home. That's Jennifer's hair expert brushing out her extensions just minutes before hitting the stage. And those nails made with Swarovski crystals. We got more behind-the-scenes details straight from J-Lo's inner circle. Natasha, my daughter, she's 15, she will give you all the inside scoop of Jennifer's preparation for the Super Bowl. I woke up and my dad wasn't at home, neither was Jen. They were actually at the gym working out. And then when they got home, Jen was rehearsing with her choreographer. Wait a minute, wait. I want the microphone because you're too good at this. <laughs> she's a natural, what can I say? A-Rod loved every second, dancing on the field and reuniting with Jennifer post-performance. And the whole world is still talking about J-Lo's 11-year-old daughter, Emmy, who stole the show. My favorite part was like when the little girls came out and Emmy sang. It's the coolest thing to watch my stepsister sing. I'm so proud of her every time I see her and her voice is just angelic. <laughs> Shakira kicked off the entire halftime set with a red-hot performance. Shakira, Shakira. We knew it would be a hip-shaking party, but nobody predicted this. That unexpected moment became the biggest meme of the night. One tweet said it looked like, quote, what my microwave sees while I'm waiting for my food. But another user put the moment into cultural context, quote, what she did is called Zaruta, an Arabic tradition used to express joy. She's part Lebanese. The 43-year-old rocked custom blinged out boots by Dan Life with 30,000 crystals worth $20,000. Fans also pointed out one of Shakira's looks was nearly identical to her character in Zootopia. But her designer, Peter Dundas, tells ET that was completely unintentional. And Cardi B couldn't get enough of Shakira's cover of I Like It with Bad Bunny. This is crazy. Like, I really grew up listening to these people. This is like, wow. Life is crazy. Hi, Shakira. How are you? While she couldn't have looked more relaxed after the performance, the same can't be said for national anthem singer Demi Lovato. How are you? How was so it? Good. How did it feel out there? I don't remember anything. No? I blacked out. It was I was so excited. Demi absolutely nailed it. It was a full circle moment for the comeback queen. Ten years ago, she tweeted, quote, one day, I'm gonna sing the national anthem at a Super Bowl. One day. You tweeted, this is what you wanted, right? I did. I'm going to Disney World. <laughs>
How da da ba da ba, Ken Jung is at the Super Bowl. Hey, it's ET, and guess where we're at? The Super Bowl! The big game was the place to be for celebs. Beyonce and Jay-Z made it a family affair. Check out eight-year-old Blue Ivy living her best life, rocking a pair of $900 Balmain boots, and showing off her arm on the field. Jay-Z played the role of Instagram dad, stooping to get this shot, and the internet couldn't get over Blue Ivy on her phone, speculating she was calling an Uber, checking her stocks, or Googling, who is J-Lo? And this Blue Ivy meme is pretty much all of us today, unless you're a diehard Kansas City fan like Modern Family's Eric Stone Street. Well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped up. You can already tell it in my voice. <laughs> Well, I'll have to come down pretty quickly. I gotta fly back to LA and we got two more episodes to shoot after this. Fellow Chiefs fan Paul Rudd had a fanboy moment on the field with winning QB Patrick Mahomes. We did it, man. And we couldn't help but do a double take at Paul and his 14-year-old look-alike son Jack sitting behind them at the game. David Beckham, who had his own starstruck moment over Paul. The night before, Paul and his son watched Lady Gaga perform at the AT&T TV Super Saturday Night Concert, which she opened hanging from the ceiling. Gaga had five outfit changes, performed 15 songs, and ended the show with her Oscar-winning number. And Gaga's diving into her new romance with entrepreneur Michael Polanski. The pair were spotted locking lips on a balcony in Miami before her show, and our cameras captured them hand in hand at the game. And tributes to Kobe Bryant were all over Super Bowl weekend. It's kinda hard, but you Diddy kicked things off at Shaq's Funhouse, where the big man displayed his Rolls Royce sporting a custom Mamba paint job. Proceeds from the bash will be donated to the victims of the helicopter crash. Still tough. You know, it's tough because we won't get to have this, these conversations. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to have these conversations with other people. I want to have it with him. I just wish I was able to say one last thing. We'll forever be linked. Say Kobe, you gotta say Shaq. You say Shaq, you gotta say Kobe. Thank God for YouTube and Google and all that. I can still see them. It's still reminiscent of all the stuff we did. The Fanatics party with Jay-Z and Kevin Hart also turned into a tribute. Jerseys were given to everyone who showed up. If you love Kobe Bryant, then today let's put this positivity in the air. Let's love. Kobe, Gianna, and the seven other crash victims were also remembered before the Super Bowl kickoff with a moment of silence. Both teams stood on the 24-yard lines. And many players wore custom Kobe-inspired cleats. Even the halftime show had a subtle shout-out to the Lakers' signature purple and gold. Sierra was at the game sporting a jersey, plus one key accessory, her baby bump. So in the words of Kobe Bryant, Mamba out, but in the words of us, not forgotten. Live on, brother. Friday night, the Lakers played their first game since Kobe's death, and emotions were high before tip-off after Boys to Men's national anthem. We have to celebrate, you know, his life, and, and that's what we're doing. Longtime Lakers fan Diane Cannon continued her 20-year tradition of bringing homemade brownies to games. Kobe loved them. I've seen him go from boyhood to manhood, to fatherhood, to husbandhood. 
Yesterday, the coroner announced the bodies of Kobe and Gianna have been released to Vanessa. There are no announced plans for a memorial yet, but she posted a fan's drawing of Gianna writing, seeing my baby girl smile and happy again with a basketball under her arm, wrapped in love, just warmed my heart. It is such a beautiful work of art, and it really is hard to still process that Kobe, Gianna, and those others have passed away. Justin Bieber has also been sharing his various tributes to Kobe, wearing his number eight jersey, and even buying Kobe-inspired artwork reportedly worth $1,200. And speaking of the Biebs, he's also making headlines for taking fans inside his health struggles and drug addiction. I was popping pills, doing Molly, you know, shrooms. Bieber's drug abuse so bad, his team would check his pulse while he slept. But that's not all he's revealing. Can I just address the camera? Plus, the Super Bowl's best commercials, which ranked number one. Let me pack it. Oh, you're not fitting your car in there. Then, the British Oscars get awkward for William and Kate, the jokes and Hollywood stars that made them cringe. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. He's got the ground horn, Bill! It's not personal, it's just a game. Bill Murray scored the number one most liked Super Bowl commercial, edging out Chris Evans, John Krasinski, and Rachel Dratch. They came in second. Chris, stop being a smarty cat. That's according to a USA Today fan poll. Welcome back to the Fountain Blue Miami Beach. Now, you may remember Justin Bieber started a Super Bowl ad just last year, but this year he's getting candid about his struggles with a debilitating disease and conquering drug abuse. My security and stuff were coming into the room at night to check my pulse. Like, people don't know how serious it got. Like, it was legit crazy scary. I was waking up in the morning, and the first thing I was doing is popping pills and smoking a blunt and starting my day. Justin reveals he hit rock bottom after years of addiction, starting with smoking pot at the age of 12. There was a time where I was sipping lean. I was popping pills. I was doing molly, um, you know, shrooms everything and it was just an escape for me. I was just young, you know, like everybody in the industry. Feeling better. Can't try to this helping me get out of bed. The 25-year-old who says he was misdiagnosed in the past with bipolar disorder talks openly about his struggles with anxiety and mental illness and for the first time shares his battle with Lyme disease. Basically, infections have uh, played a big part in my acne. It feels good now to know why I feel so crappy all the time. It's all part of the 10-episode docuseries Justin Bieber Seasons. Nothing's off limits, including the unconventional way he's working on his mental health. This is a chamber. So what it does is it, it fills up with oxygen, and um, I really have been struggling with a lot of anxiety. And what it does is it, it actually, you, you get more oxygen to your brain, and so it, it um, decreases your, your stress levels. I think they're pretty cool. We have one in our house. People are gonna think he's a crazy person. People are gonna be like, what is this contraption machine? See how that revitalizes you? Yep. Hey, right, let's go! Coming up, how Brad Pitt roasted the Royals during another epic award show win. His words, not mine, thanks. And Brad, before he was a star, we flash back to his first roles on his road to fame. I sound like 
James Dean in Rebel Without a Cause. Plus, why Bradley Cooper just reunited with his ex. Bradley Cooper reunited with his ex, Irina Shake in London for British Vogue's fashion and film party last night. Now, remember, the two split up in June, but share a two-year-old daughter, Leah, together. Meanwhile, Bradley's buddy, Brad Pitt, wasn't in London to pick up his BAFTA award. Now, that's the British equivalent of the Oscar, but his speech, oh, it definitely had the royals on high alert. Brad Pitt for once upon a time in Hollywood. No Show Brad sent co-star Margot Robbie to pick up his Best Supporting Actor award. Brad couldn't be here tonight due to family obligations. He starts by saying, Hey, Britain, heard you just became single. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Wishing you the best with the divorce settlement, blah, blah, blah. Besides Brad's Brexit joke, he also had a little fun with Megxit. Oh, and he says um, that he is going to name this Harry because uh, he is really excited about bringing it back to the States with him. His words, not mine, thanks. William and Kate laughed at that one, but Rebel Wilson's joke, not so much. It is um, really great to be here at the Royal Andrew, uh, uh, Royal Harry, no, at this Royal Pal Palace place. William is president of the BAFTAs and showed his own sense of humor. I must admit, I don't know whether I should be proud or slightly alarmed about the number of winners over the last decade who have betrayed members of my own family. Renee Zellweger. Renee won Best Actress for Judy and had this reunion with her Bridget Jones co-star Hugh Grant. Joaquin Phoenix received Best Actor and Laura Dern won Best Supporting Actress. Afterwards, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge mingled with the winners on stage. Kate's Alexander McQueen dress was recycled. She wore it eight years ago during an overseas visit back in 2012. Both Scar Joe and Renee were pretty in pink, Scarlett in a feathered Versace number, and Renee, who wore a shimmery Prada outfit that also gave off pastel vibes. Charlize Theron's magenta strapless Dior dress featured a thin black belt around her waist and a pleated skirt. And there were a number of ladies in black, from Margot Robbie's lacy dress that showed off her back to Amelia Clark's sequin slip dress. Saoirse Ronan's gown was made from recycled fabric. Black also seemed to be the trend at the Netflix after party. Charlize changed into a pantsuit with lace underneath, while ScarJo donned a black mini. Laura Dern celebrated her win with pal Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro. But let's get back to Brad. Long before he was a BAFTA winner, he was a struggling actor in Hollywood. All this week, we're taking a look back at his evolution, starting with when he first hit the scene in the 80s. You've got yep, once you pop, you just can't stop. Shirtless Brad has been a thing ever since his Pringles ad. Three decades later, he's still serving up those abs. But did you know Brad's first ever movie role was also shirtless as a background extra in 1987's appropriately titled Hunk, a dream come true for the guy who dropped out of college and moved to L.A. with just 275 bucks in his pocket. Literally loaded up the car, didn't graduate, I didn't finish. All I had to do was hand in a term paper, but in my head I was done. I was going west, and within a week I was doing extra work and really, really happy. The first TV thing was either Dallas. I hope you won't be doing any drinking. No, sir, I'd never do that. Or 30-something, where I had one line. Hi. Whether he was playing basketball or playing the cute new guy at school in Growing Pains. I sound like 
James Dean in Rebel Without a Cause. Brad was already on his way to heartthrob status in the 80s, even starring opposite Johnny Depp in 21 Jump Street. You really been to jail? Yeah. But his road to superstardom wasn't always easy. I was extra in a Charlie Sheen film. Oh, business, business, you know how it is. It was a big dinner scene at a, at a restaurant, and they had me pour the champagne in the glasses, and I thought, I'm gonna try to get a line in. Then I got to this actress at the end, and I poured her drink, and then I looked at her and I said, would you like anything else? She looked at me and went, Ugh. Yeah, the first AD goes, cut, 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 cut. And he came over to me and said, you do that again, you're off to set. And I was like, oh man, oh man. You know, at the end of the day, it's their loss. By the way, we'll be celebrating Brad's road to Oscars all week long. Tomorrow, the decade when Brad's career really started to blow up. The 90s, we're flashing back to his first E.T. interview and the start of those major Hollywood romances. Okay, let's get to tonight's E.T. birthdays. Which fashionista was named one of Barbara Walters' 10 most fascinating people in 2014? Is it Amal Clooney, Kim Kardashian, or Angelina Jolie? The answer when we come back. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Which fashionista was named one of Barbara Walters' 10 most fascinating people in 2014? That is Amal Clooney, who turns 42 today. And you know, it's hard to believe those Clooney twins are already two and a half. Now, Jessica Simpson's little girl is just 10 months old, but apparently she's already a fashionista in training. Birdie Mae was rocking a 49er shirt before the big game. Remember, her daddy played for the Niners. And uh, Jessica added, someone is ready for her first Super Bowl. Very, very cute. Hey, and make sure you join us tomorrow because we have have a big Jessica Simpson exclusive. Here's a sneak peek. By the way, we have had such a good time here at the Fountain Blue Miami Beach, but it is time to head home to Hollywood. See you tomorrow. With Nick, I was madly in love. It fell out pretty quick. Resented by Nick. I had to go to the lot next door to quietly scream at one oh, another yes. because you I were mean, worried about cameras in your house. Obsessed over by John Mayer. The songs that he would write, I mean, they would bring me back in. His apologies would bring me back in. Jessica's kissing and telling all. It is no holds barred. And it's an ET exclusive. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.